Good morning, everyone. I'm Michael with Houston Grass, and this is the Houston Grass podcast. Uh, we are now at the end of November, uh, just a couple of days left. Uh, it's finally gotten pretty consistently cool outside. Been this way for several days, and looks like it's going to be. Uh, we're barely going to touch seventy uh, for the for the next several days. Uh, the the grass has gone into neutral <laughs> as far as growing. If you look around, you probably hadn't had to mow mow much. Uh, it's going to get less. Uh, you're probably just raking leaves right now. If you're if you're like me, don't be tempted when that when that grass does slow down like that. Uh, a lot of people want to feel like they're doing something when they're mowing out there, or or maybe the, even the yard guys might do this. Uh, so they're tempted to drop that mower deck down a, 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 a notch or two just so you can see where you've mowed. And uh, I was talking to my my brother at the farm this morning, and and he 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 made mention of that. Said, "Do not do not do that. Don't be tempted to do that. Uh, keep that grass a little bit longer, and it'll help protect it from the the first frosts. And if we were to get a heavy freeze, like uh, like." Uh, can happen uh, this time of year. So keep that mowing height about what it's been, three and a half inches, uh, maybe even a little bit higher. Uh, just keep those leaves and stuff like that off of it, and and, and that'll be fine. Uh, as far as care goes, uh, also brown patches in full swing. Uh, we're still getting the warmer days and those cool, cool nights. And until that grass goes totally dormant, brown patch is going to be a, a real issue as long as we're getting regular moisture. And so uh, definitely if you're seeing any brown patch uh, or if you haven't preemptively treated for, for brown patch uh, and you, you know that there are certain areas of the yard that do, that do see it regularly, you might, you might think about treating with, with some of that to, to keep the brown patch at bay. Uh, Another thing you need to do right now is probably you need to shut your irrigation system off. Uh, you're, you're, you can help make up some of the water bill that you spent this summer when we were in a drought. Normally, in a regular winter, the weekly rainfall is enough to, to, for your moisture to, uh, needs to be met. You definitely should not leave it on auto. Turn the thing off. If we go a couple of weeks and it doesn't rain, it's probably a good idea to 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 give it a shot of water, uh, give it give it a half inch or, or whatever. If it, if we were to get a hard freeze, some moisture in that dirt will actually help protect that grass. But more often than not, if you're running an irrigation system now, you're you're overwatering and you're and you're inviting brown patch and things like that, and and you're just wasting water. So uh, turn it off. Need an inch of water every two weeks instead of every week when we when we get to this time of year and it'll stay that way until the ground temperature gets back up to 70 degrees uh speaking of the 70 degree ground temperature if you have not fertilized yet we are below that 70 degree uh, ground temperature now do not fertilize you're wasting your money there as well uh if you didn't do the fall fertilizer and it really needed to have been october maybe early november uh then don't do that uh, you're wasting your time and your money and your effort. So no, no, no fertilizer now. Uh, when we get that ground temperature back above 70 degrees, which is probably going to be late February, early March, then then that'll be the time to uh, put out put out the, uh, the the fertilizer for that time of year, which will be either the Imperial, the the straight fertilizer, the 15510 fertilizer with no weed killer, 
or the uh, the the purple bag with atrazine weed killer or the teal bag with trimic weed killer. Uh, that that will be the time to do that. So uh, that that those are kind of the things that need to be done right now. I want to switch gears here a little bit and talk a, a little bit about uh, just some of the frequently asked questions that we get year round. When 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 people find out what I do for a living, they they ask questions. Uh, 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 I, always the first question is uh, how do how do you every they they realize that every year we're we're cutting grass out of a field and we're taking a little bit of dirt with it. So they're 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 wondering how we don't have a lake, I guess, in in all of these fields and. Uh, a lot of these fields that we have are uh, as old as me or maybe even a couple of years older, some of them. And I can assure you there are no lakes out there. Uh, the way my dad explains it is that uh, they grow grow the grass so intensively and they're fertilizing regularly, they're mowing regularly, and they're watering regularly. There, there's so much clippings and thatch that uh, the, the organic matter that goes back into the ground every time they do that. Uh, that mainly what we're taking is a layer of thatch. Yes, we do take a little bit of dirt. Uh, someone, someone asked, well, aren't you taking a couple of inches of dirt? No, we're not, not, not anywhere near that. Uh, if you kind of got down and did a cross section of it and could actually see what we're taking, uh, it's, it's very minimal. We, now we do take more dirt than most, I think, which is one of the reasons we, our grass holds together so well and the grass has grown together and intertwined so, so much, uh, that you can take our pieces of grass and throw them like a frisbee for the most part, and they'll spin around and hit the ground and just skid and hold together and 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 no issue. Most people can't say that. <laughs> if you grab grass from most other places, if you did that, it would probably fly into three parts in the air, and then when it hit the ground, it would just explode. <laughs> so uh, anyway, no, we don't have any lakes. We we don't add back any uh any dirt. Uh, we do rework the fields about every 10 or 15 years. They'll go through with the big plows and, and, and really go deep to, because compaction is an issue. You would drive all this heavy equipment over all the time. So, uh, they, they plow it up real deep and pull, pull it up and break up that, that dirt. And then they have the, the guys that come out there with the laser levels and the big, the big dirt moving tractors and uh re-turtle back they call them turtle backs where they uh basically make the each about every 10 12 15 acres is a turtle back and they uh they crown it so there's a high point and the water will fall off quickly into these little ditches that run through the fields and whatnot so they'll rework those and they add some nutrients and stuff back uh to the soil but uh for the most part that 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 is it uh other people ask, well, how is the grass so, so pretty and how do, how do they keep it so dense and thick and, and whatnot? Uh, they don't take care of grass the way a homeowner takes care of grass is the way my brother who grows all the grass explains it. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to grow grass back from these four inch ribbons that they leave. So they're, they're having to push the grass a whole lot harder to grow back out and recover those areas. They, they take about a, they take a crop a year. So it takes them about a year to grow it back. Once they go through and cut the 16 inch piece, uh, it takes them about a year to grow it back. And they have to, first they have to fight the weeds. We tell everybody wherever there's blank dirt, whether it's when you're planting a new field or the people that ask us uh, about planting plugs out in their yard. And we try to get people to shy away from that uh, because you have to be able to battle the, uh, you've got to be able to battle the weeds in the meantime. So 
as soon as they cut a crop of grass, they follow it up with an application of pre-emergent. Uh, that basically creates a, a barrier to keep those weeds from uh, the weed seeds from getting on that new, fresh, exposed dirt and, and coming up. Uh, they're mowing consistently every about every four days during the growing season. They're 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 and, and as soon as they mow, they follow that up with water, and uh, they're fertilizing a lot more regularly than a, than a homeowner would because they're again they're trying to grow it back together. So homeowners. Uh, we fertilize as homeowners three or four times a year and, and, and recommend three to four times a year uh, at the grass farm. It is a lot more than that. But again, they have different goals than we do. So, uh, uh, but it, that being said, it is what makes uh, the grass that comes from our farm. We spend a lot more on fertilizer and those uh, pre-emergents and, and, and post-emergents, the herbicides, to keep the weeds out and make that grass be as lush and green and thick as we possibly can. And all those things cost money. And frankly, a lot of people just don't spend the, spend the money, uh, to do that. But, uh, that, that's kind of the program that they do. It is different than growing grass in a yard, but, uh, it's what makes their grass beautiful and, and, uh, and, and exceptional. So, uh, I kind of answered, I guess, uh, the, the, the preventing the weeds from growing is, uh, like I said, when the grass is new, when they first cut it, they put a pre-emergent out there and they follow, a, they know how long that pre-emergent is going to last. Just like we sell the barricade pre-emergent that we suggest you put out, uh, whatever it is, four or five times a year that, that helps maintain that barrier and keep a lot of those weeds from ever coming up. They do the same thing with the liquid, with a big, uh, big machine that puts it out, uh, with a, with it's a hundred foot wide, uh, machine that has a big booms on it that goes down and sprays that stuff. But it's the, the concept is the, is the same thing. And you can do the same thing with pre-emergent, a regular application of pre-emergent and following that program of pre-emergent, uh, the barricade, uh, as well. Uh, they also obviously, uh, have access with a chemical applicator's license. They have access to a lot more chemicals and whatnot that as we as homeowners cannot get our hands on. Uh, so they, if they do see a problem arise, uh, something does make it past the pre-emergent or whatever, there are weeds out there that, that, that do appear that, uh, sometimes present a problem, but th there are usually chemicals out there that they can, uh, that they can apply. Uh, some of them they're kind of experimenting with or trying it for the first time. So they have to be real careful, uh, they know what they're doing. They have a machine that puts it out with a computer at an exact rate. Herbicides are such a, uh, or weed killers are, are, are such a, uh, the a high risk thing for homeowners to put out. We talked to a lot of people that kill their grass by going to Home Depot or ordering something online that, uh, says it'll treat this weed, but they either over apply it or under apply it. And, and then they're calling us a month later wondering what happened and, uh, it zaps all of their grass. So you've got to be really careful with that stuff. So, uh, keep that in mind as well. And, uh, that's kind of it. I don't have a, a whole lot, uh, for, for this time of year. And I suspect December will kind of be the same thing. Uh, grass is probably going to be moving a lot closer to dormancy when I, when I talk again here in a month and, uh, Unless it starts, it just stays really dry, which we're supposedly in an El Nino pattern this year. I don't think that that's going to be the case. Uh, keep that water off and uh, keep that mowing height up, and uh, we'll we'll 
talk again in a month. Thanks for listening.